Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Well, welcome, welcome, and welcome one more time. This is Career Combat. My name is Kelly Combat. And if you are new to joining us, I want to say welcome one more time. Because what do we do here at Career Combat? We talk all things careers. I'm talking the highs, the lows, all the things. Sometimes we have guests and we dive really, really deeply into their backgrounds, the things that they've experienced within their own careers. And every single time you are empowered to make a decision because after all, it's your career, right? And sometimes we take nuggets and at the end of the day, it's always a choice. It's always, always a choice. There are some things that are going to resonate with you and some things you may leave on the table. And at the end of the day, it's always about improvement, right? Always, always, always. And today is no exception. We are going to be talking about all things mentorship. I need a mentor. Now what? What do I do? What is the first step? And after all, why does it matter? That's what we're going to talk about today. And we are on the Empowerment Channel for a reason. And the reason being is because you are the CEO of your life. You are in control of everything that happens in your career. Whether you are a a person who's a solopreneur, or you could be working at a company, or you could be trying to work somewhere and change, shift careers. Because after all, shift happens. I said shift, shift, shift happens (laughs) all the time. It really does. And when we think about mentorship, it is about empowerment. It is the thing that enhances our lives, whatever path that we may be on. Another thing that is super important to understand is that while I have a a large background in human resources and diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'm a certified coach at the professional level, all those things are true. And at the same time, if you're working at an organization where you have your own human resources department or the people department, you have that as a resource as well. I'm not here to replace that person or that group or that department. I'm here to just offer up suggestions that you may or may not take. Because at the end of the day, it's almost like choose your own adventure. And so when you think about a mentor, what is the thing that comes to mind? What is the thing that comes to mind? I thought it would be really important, really uber important to think about what is that definition of mentorship and what does a mentor mean to you? That's the that's the heart of it all, to create some sort of scaffolding to why it's important. There is a distinct difference between a coach and a mentor. I shared with you earlier, I am a coach. I'm also a mentor, but those are two different lanes, just like a a therapist is different than a coach. A, 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 A person who's an advocate, an ally, is very different than a coach as well. All those titles have different responsibilities. A coach is going to ask you really curious questions, powerful questions to have you thinking in a way that you may not be thinking about. However, at the same time, a coach is not going to tell you what to do. 
because we are really of the faith that you have the answers inside of you already. And then the difference is a mentor, a mentor has the experience, perhaps like me, they may have a background in HR and you're an HR professional and you're looking for that guidance. You're looking for that pathway. And that mentor is going to provide such a a really magical pathway for you, things that you might not be considering as well, but it's going to be more direct. And a mentor, if you're if you've been listening to Career Combat, you know I love me some acronyms. <laughs> I do. I love acronyms. And so I, I thought about the word mentor and typical me, I came up with an acronym for mentor. And it helps describe all the things that a mentor does. The M in mentor stands for motivator. The E stands for encourager. The N stands for nurturer. The T stands for teacher. The O is for observer. And then the R stands for role model. And isn't that true? It's so true. A mentor is a motivator, an encourager, a nurturer, a teacher. They're also an observer and they are a role model. Those are all the the checkboxes that you could consider when you're thinking, I need a mentor. Now what? There there is so much importance in mentorship when you you think about your, your personal growth, your professional growth. After all, we're human beings. We, we don't have lines of demarcation between our personal lives and our professional lives. We know that it all feeds into each other. So the whole point of this podcast episode today is to think about the power of mentorship. And at the end of our time together, hopefully you have some ideas as to why this is important and why you need to pull that lever. And engage, as 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 they say on Star Trek, engage. I, lo- I love that whenever he says that. Uh, and make sure that you are really focusing on how you get going so that it can enhance your life. And again, it doesn't matter if you're owning your own business. Everyone needs a mentor or two or three. Because I find that in my life, I've had many Sometimes for a season and sometimes for a reason, I've had many, many mentors and mentors of all kinds of diverse identities, different ages. Sometimes I have reverse mentoring happening in my life where I'm learning from somebody much younger than I am or maybe even older. It all depends on my needs at that time in my life. So I'd love to tell you a story. So years and years ago, I was working at a company that I won't name, and I was thinking I needed a shift. I had kind of hit my glass ceiling and thought, I need to shift into a different industry, still staying in human resources. And so I was listening to a lot of folks that said, yeah, you need to apply. So I ended up applying at this huge company. I'm talking top 10. And when you come, when it comes to size and revenue and all those things, so I was really challenging myself. And I ended up getting the interview. I ended up getting the job. And in that last meeting, when they were actually making me the offer, 
There was a particular person who was pretty high up the rung in human resources. And they said to me, would you like for me to be your mentor? They actually offered it up. Now, sometimes that happens where a person will ask you, and sometimes you're the one doing the asking. But in this story, in my own personal experience, this person said, would you like for me to be your mentor? And I jumped at the chance because this person was pretty high up in human resources. And after all, I was not going to be working anywhere near headquarters. I was going to be off on my own in a particular market that didn't get a lot of visibility. So I found this to be a perfect opportunity for this person to match me with people that I needed to know whenever I was in town, whenever I did go to headquarters. And it was so instrumental. It was so instrumental in my growth. I took action. I said yes. I could have said no. We all have choices in life. I I could have said, I'll think about it, and then not responded. But what would have happened to me if I hadn't responded yes? What would have happened to me if I said, "Mm, I'll think about it, maybe because of being nervous or maybe because I have a preference for introversion and didn't really want to engage or interact because of the energy that it takes to be able to do that. I thought I need to say yes because I needed to make those connections. I needed to learn because I was brand new. Remember, I was just getting an offer at that same time. I was transitioning into another area, moving. I was relocating for this job. So I said yes. And I tell you, everybody, it was unrecognizable what I experienced. So many positives. Very little negatives. Yeah, the negatives were that when I did get connected with certain people, I I was nervous to meet with them. But I had a way in because this mentor made the introductions. And that's what mentors do. Good mentors, they provide input. They keep their promises. They're full of trust. It's a safe space. There's so many things that make for a good mentor relationship. That person was all those things, all the things I mentioned earlier. They they motivated me. They encouraged me. They nurtured my growth. They were thinking, do you know so-and-so? I need to connect you. Let me make the introduction. And they did that every single month that I was living in that area when I was away from headquarters for about a year and a half. Every single month. They were making introductions for me. They kept their promise. They were on the call whenever I had a call with them. They didn't make excuses. And so it was just such a proper onboarding. Now, many times you may come across a mentor, whether you reach out to that person or they reach out to you, and they do not keep their promises. They don't add deposits to what I call a relationship bank account. What is that? A relationship bank account, it's my own term that I came up with. It's where a person is making deposits with you, kind of like a banking account. And you are thinking, wow, this this person's giving back to me. They're, They're making deposits with me. So when they do need to say something that is really hard to hear or a withdrawal, it's not as hard. 
because there's so much trust. There's, there's, you're not at a deficit. You're not negative when you think about banking terms. And so it's okay because that rapport has been built. That relationship bank account is solid. So that's what that person did for me. Whenever they had to tell me something that wasn't a great thing for me to hear, it was okay because we had so much trust. And I promise you, I've heard so many stories of folks who've had mentors who did not keep their promise, who stood them up or they didn't provide the insight that they needed because they were nowhere to be found. And that's unfortunate. And sometimes you have to move on. You have to make a decision. Is this a fruitful relationship on both sides? Am I giving back to them? Are they giving back to me? And maybe it's time to move on. Only you can make that decision for yourself. Take stock. Think about, is this still working? Mentors, why does a mentor want to be your mentor? Many times as human beings, we like that sense of belonging and being needed. To our core, we are good people innately. Sometimes we change, not for the good. At the end of the day, many people say yes to being a mentor because it's a good feeling. It feeds the soul. And I'm not here to be cheesy at all, if that's what you're thinking. I'm just talking about the real. I'm talking about exactly what we go through as mentors. We look forward to the process. Those who love it really look forward to those calls. Or if it's in person, we look forward to those meetings. For those who don't have the time for it, we make time for what matters. I ask you, look at your calendar and look at all the meetings that you have and think about how often am I making connections? How often am I networking? And if it's not often and you're looking day by day, week by week, do an assessment, an internal audit. Look at your calendar and look at how fruitful you are to yourself. Because having a mentor is about giving back to yourself. It's so important. And there's so much research. There's so many statistics on the power and the impact of having a mentor. Too many to list. Way too many to list. Because there are so many things that you can gain from it. And my story is one of many. I have so many mentors that I've had throughout my years. You can imagine 20 years in human resources and broadcasting and diversity, equity, and inclusion. I had to have had many mentors because I don't know it all. And maybe even the mentors don't know it all. At the end of the day, you learn. It's all about that growth mindset. That is the reason for having a mentor. And the reason for actually being a mentor. So if you are wondering, I need a mentor, now what? I hope I've provided some some real incentive as to why it matters. I like to call it my favorite radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? My favorite radio station. (laughs) Because whenever whenever I talk about a particular topic, like having a mentor, or bringing people along to understanding the bigger picture, it really is about with them. 
WIIFM. Again, the best radio station. What's in it for me? What's in it for you is your growth, your connections. It's so much easier to network when you have a mentor. Because think about the story that I just shared with you. That person who reached out to me every month with two, one or two people for me to know. I couldn't have never found all of these people on my own. Maybe I could have. Maybe I could have looked it up and just gone through the intranet, the company intranet, and just plugged away. But living in a completely different area, way away from headquarters, it would have been much more difficult. And I probably would have received a lot of lack of responses. Or maybe I did make a response and then I got ghosted. And that person never responded to me. But because my mentor had a lot of cachet, they had a lot of social equity and a, a lot of, 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 of responsibility at the organization, people saw that name and they said, oh, absolutely. I'll get on Kelly's calendar. No problem. Because they knew that that social capital mattered. And they wanted to make that connection with me, a newbie, somebody who was green, somebody who was absolutely finding my way. And after all these years, I'm not going to front. I'm still trying to find my way, no matter about all the experiences and accolades that I've received. I'm still growing. And so I still desire having mentors in my life. That's just me. But what about you? What questions are coming up for you now that you're thinking about those benefits? Now that you're thinking about that acronym I shared with you earlier about a great mentor. Think about that. And while you're thinking about that, folks, we're about to take a very, very short break. I would do this if I were you. Grab a snack and come on back so that we can talk more about the power, the power and the magic of mentorship. Thanks for listening. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. 
When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Career Combat, and I'm your host, Kelly Combat. And before the break, we were talking about all things mentorship the reasons why it matters. Because after all, our episode is called, I Need a Mentor, Now What? We talked about all the components of what a good mentor is and the what's in it for me. And I think it's a lovely reminder that also you design this show. Every single time that we have an episode, you design this show. And this was a very popular request I had so many people writing to me at my email. My email is yes at kellycoach.com. That's Y-E-S at K-E-L-L-I-C-O-A-C-H.com. And you can also call into the show. That's always an option. The reason being that we have this episode today as a topic is because of you. Because the listeners said so many times, I want to hear about mentorship. What's the difference between mentorship and coaching? And how do I go about it? What do I look for? So I think that really talking about finding the right mentor really matters. So that's what we'll talk about next. At the end of the day, it's really about identifying your goals, your needs. You matter. And only you are going to be able to tell what that is. Like we all have fingerprints for a reason. We we are all different folks. So what another person may need in a mentor may be different for you. And that's okay. That's fine. Your goals and needs need to be documented, whether you use an app or you use OneNote or you use, like I do, I've got my trusty planner never too far away from me. I'm very much a planner and I like to write things out. And I just write it out on the top of the page. What do I need in a mentor? Because it does evolve. And sometimes my needs are different, whether it's switching career paths or uh, going to a, a larger employer. Even back when I started my own business, I needed a business mentor. I had never started a business. I, I knew some things from my husband who owns his own business. And my, my dad also was an entrepreneur other than being a, an engineer. So I learned certain things along the way, but I knew I needed a mentor specifically for my kind of business in coaching. And finding the right mentor really requires you to identify your goals and needs. So write them out. Document them. You'll know in your soul whether or not you're hitting the mark when it comes to your needs. I'll list a few needs. I know for me, I really wanted to have someone in my life, let's talk about having a business, in my life who, A, had been a consummate career coach for many years, somebody who was powerful and resonated with a lot of folks. 
I also wanted somebody who had board experience, being on different boards. I wanted somebody who uh, was a person of color, who could identify with my navigating life and some of the things that really are particular to me and my experience. Because again, a mentor is going to tell you exactly the path, different than a coach. And sometimes these things intersect, and that's okay too, because we all have different needs. Now, sometimes I don't need to have that kind of person, whether it's that particular identity. Sometimes I learn from mentors who are younger than I am, and I've had mentors reverse mentorship that way, and it's been so fruitful, let me tell you. And in business, I've needed different mentors for different reasons who perhaps have had experience working abroad. Maybe that was something I wanted to punch up for myself and get that exposure because I had different experiences and competencies that I needed to build. I'll tell you a bit of a story about how I found one particular mentor and how I knew that person was the right mentor because that's what we're talking about. A long time ago, I wouldn't say too long ago, about two years ago, I happened to be on a workshop. I was uh, on a virtual workshop that I signed up for. And I was on this workshop because, number one, it was free 99, my favorite cost. <laughs> free 99, zero, it was free. And I love that. Uh, but I was on this call and it was so fruitful. It was about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I was learning so much. And the moderator who was on this panel was so dynamic. Her name was Coach Willa Edgerton Chisler. And Coach Willa was just amazing. I, I knew it from the start. She started talking and it was just so powerful. I was hanging on her every word. And what made her dynamic was the fact that she was engaging the audience. She, was, she really knew her stuff in DEI. She really knew her stuff in terms of owning a business. Do you see where I'm going? She was checking the boxes, even though I didn't know it. At the time, I, I wasn't looking for a mentor. And at the same time, I said to myself, I need this person in my life. <laughs> I really did. I, I knew it. It was just everything she was saying was resonating with me. I knew that she had been doing this for a long time. She was in diversity, equity, and inclusion before it was even called that. So I knew that there were so many things that I was thinking, wow, of all the things I need in a mentor, this person is fitting the bill. And at the same time, I didn't know what I needed when I needed it. Because I had had mentors before, but Coach Willa really embodied everything that I wanted to do in my coaching business, as well as in the coaching community. So what did I do? I reached out to Coach Willa when that call was over, and I looked her up on LinkedIn, and I pinged her. I did a direct message, and I said, I need to know you. <laughs> I said, I just got off of this call, and your presentation was wonderful. I would love to give back. I would love to learn from you. I, I'd also like to provide some learning from what I've experienced as well. How can I get connected with you? Well. She responded the same day, which was really great. I, I figured she was pretty busy with all of her clients and everything, but she responded the same day. And she said, absolutely, let's get on a virtual call. And we had a coffee chat. 
And it was just, I just knew it. We clicked, the chemistry was there, the learning was there, and every single solitary time from then on, henceforth, that I had a conversation with Coach Willa, I learned. I learned. And I believe she learned from me as well because she did give me that feedback. So again, I identified my goals, my needs, even though I wasn't really looking for a mentor at that time. I knew that the importance of compatibility was there. Check mark, check mark all the way. We shared values, and that values operating system is super important. If you've been listening to my show, I, I know you've heard me say that before, that we all have a values operating system. And sometimes it changes. Sometimes we make updates to that values operating system, just like we make updates to our phones. We make, we make updates to our computers and our, our, our tablets. We also make updates, hopefully, to our values so that we're understanding and we're creating a sense of belonging. Even if you don't have a business, that you're creating a world where people want to engage with you, that you're leaving them better than when you first met them. And that's what Coach Willa did for me. And so I wanted to share that with all of you listeners because it was such a fruitful relationship. We had a relationship bank account where Coach Willow continued to continuously make deposits with me, giving me the feedback that I wanted to hear. Very direct, but that's what I needed. That was on my checklist. There was mutual respect, lots of trust, lots of building. And I'm not going to say that we didn't have challenges and conflicts from time to time. That happens in a mentorship relationship. So I wanted to share that with you because I want to keep it real like I do every single time we have these episodes, that sometimes there's highs and lows in the relationship, and I, I always trusted her intent. I always trusted that it was fruitful knowledge that I was going to gain, and honestly, that it was going to go two ways. I didn't wait for Coach Willa to reach out to me. I reached out to her. And we constantly had our, our check-ins. We had brunches. We had lots of things together. And I, I helped her with her diversity, equity, and inclusion in terms of the coaching community. And I was an active participant. And actually, I ended up being her successor on the board within the International Coaching Federation here in New Jersey. And I'm forever grateful for that because she was the one who made that recommendation because she knew I was going to carry the torch, that I was going to move this work forward. And isn't that amazing? That's the power of mentorship. It really, truly is. Now, every mentorship relationship is not going to result in your being nominated for something or your being promoted to something. That's advocacy in action. And at the same time, there are other intrinsic rewards, things that don't result in a higher position or things like that, sometimes it's just the power of knowing something, the power of learning, the power of different insights, just like coaching can provide that as well. Coach Willa unfortunately passed away recently, and I, I wanted to honor her in my own very special way with this episode, especially since so many people were asking for this topic. So I wanted to share that with you. I hope that you'll take that as a, a story of enlightenment and empowerment that you own your 
trajectory in your life, whether it's career trajectory or just your learning path. I could have not been on that call that day. I could have said, because sometimes when you sign up for things, I'll be honest, <laughs> sometimes you sign up for things and you think, oh boy, I signed up for this. I, I don't have time. I know it was free, but I don't have time. And we all make excuses, don't we? I do believe that everything happens for a reason. There was a reason why I signed up. There was a reason why I showed up. There was a reason why I actually listened to that program that day and gained so much. And there was a reason why she was facilitating that day and the reason why I was so enamored with what I heard that I was engaged to reach out. I didn't have to reach out. I could have been scared. Many of us are. I'm not going to lie and say that I haven't been scared in my life to reach out to certain mentors. Because it's not as if she knew me from Adam. But I reached out because I knew I was going to really be able to have a great relationship with this person. And that's what mattered. So I am going to put out a call to action to all of you. Think about people that you have met in your life, in your travels, whether at a conference, in person or otherwise, virtually speaking. And something clicks, something just snaps. And you say to yourself, ding, 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 ding. Yes, this person I'm going to definitely grow from. And they check the boxes for you when it comes to finding a right mentor. And when that sounding alarm goes off inside your soul, inside your heart, inside your mind, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to let fear take over? Well, I implore you to think about that as an acronym. Fear. Turn it around and, re and reframe it. And that reframing could be face everything and rise. I'm sure you've probably heard that one before. I didn't make that one up. <laughs> I do make up a lot of acronyms, but I didn't make that one up. Face everything and rise. Fear is okay. To be fearful is to be human. And as confident as I am, I don't ever shy away from the fact that I face fear all the time. I'm quite awkward, quite cl clumsy. <laughs> I've got my days. That's okay. I just dust myself off and I face everything and rise. I face fear and I look at it as a positive. Because I say to myself, what am I actually going to do about it? That's what matters. So that's your call to action that I'm going to share with you. Make sure that you think about what matters in your life, how you can put things into overdrive. Whether it's your career, your personal life, making a shift into a different kind of industry. Many of us are looking for new passion. We had the, the great resignation, the great reimagination, if you want to reframe it. And we started thinking about what matters most. Maybe it was the pandemic. 
Maybe it was a variety of things. Maybe you were entering a different decade in your life. And you said to yourself, how do I, how do I move? How do I move the needle? We can do certain things that are within our sphere of control, our sphere of influence. Because really, that's all we can control is how we respond to what happens to us in, in our lives and how we plan for what's next. Not much else. Not much else. We can do all the vision boards. Those things are also important. Because if we say it, if we name it, we can claim it. Those things are absolutely important. Put it out in the atmosphere. Create the vision board. Put it down on writing. Find a mentor. Find a coach. Those are all very, very positive I'm in control. I can move this forward. Those are all those kinds of things. Finding the right mentor matters. It truly does. And so things that you need to consider also, things like tips for approaching and connecting with mentors. I just shared with you my experience as to how I connected with my mentor, Coach Willa. And how sometimes the person will come to you, like that person I shared with you earlier. That was the beginning of my HR career. That person reached out to me. Sometimes that's not always going to happen. Sometimes you have to have the confidence to do it yourself. And if you're nervous, that means your heart is beating. If you're nervous, that's very human. And we're here for you. We're here for you. You can keep going back to this episode if in case you stumble, because we've got your back. And speaking of back, <laughs> segue, we are going to be right back in just a few moments because we are going to take a very quick break. In the meantime, keep listening. And thanks for being here. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, 
author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. In the meantime, we've been talking about all things mentorship, the magic, the magic and the power of finding a mentor, the right mentor. That's what counts. We were talking before the break around finding the right mentor, identifying those those goals and those needs. Compatibility matters, shared values, all those things, all the checkboxes that you're trying to accomplish when finding that right mentor. And so now I thought it would be really important to think about the tips for approaching and connecting with mentors because you want to definitely go about it the right way. And I, I know I said at the beginning of our show that it really is about you choosing what nuggets that you want to use and which ones that you don't. So these are all choices. I'm offering up some suggestions. What you choose to do with it, do with it as you may. However, I, I think that in my experience, approaching and connecting with mentors is super, super critical and crucial because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Whether it's through written communication, uh, I find it to be very, very full of, of, of a growth mindset to say, I heard you on this particular panel, or this is how I discovered you, or or you work in this particular department. My supervisor told me about you, and I thought I would reach out. There's got to be some sort of introduction, not just going right into, will you be my mentor? Of course, my name is Kelly Combat. I would like to introduce myself. I heard of you through XYZ, and I thought I would reach out because I would be so interested in having a coffee chat with you virtually or whatever way in which, whether you're in the office, let them know how you would like to connect and why. Why does it matter to you? And it doesn't have to be a laborious or long email or ping or direct message on LinkedIn. It could be short. It doesn't have to be something that is intrusive. Be as succinct as you can, make it crisp, and make it count. Because I think that it's important for them to know why it matters to you, whether it was a particular competency that you were really enamored by when it comes to what they do for a living, whether it's the fact that they've had a successful business for the last 10 or 15 years, 
and I'm new to owning a business. I just created my LLC. And I really would love to learn from you. Tell them why it matters. And then just wait. Let them know you'd love to hear from them and then just wait. And that connection hopefully will be fruitful. I have to be open and honest with you that sometimes it's not a Coach Willa situation where they'll respond the same day. Or it may not be where they're the ones reaching out to you. Sometimes there's no response at all. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you often. I just wanted to set realistic expectations for you to let you know that sometimes it does occur where that person does not respond. What do you do when that happens? Not if, but when. What happens when that happens? Dust yourself off. Move on. Move on if, in fact, they haven't responded to you. I think everybody deserves a bit of grace. And in my experience, I've been very big on sending another email. I, I wait a week and I send another email because anything could happen. I, I always trust the intent. I trust the intent that maybe they didn't see my email. Maybe they are on vacation, especially if you do get an out-of-office response. Sometimes you won't get that. Maybe they didn't turn that on and they went on vacation. They might be sick. They might be getting surgery. Any number of things could be happening. They could just be busy with their work because they have so many plates, so many things that they're responsible for. Maybe they have a lot of pets. I mean, so, so many things that they could be juggling that it could almost be for them like spinning plates on every finger, just trying not to drop any. So give it some grace and try again. And if they ignore it and you still don't hear from them, move on. And once you move on, keep considering all the different kinds of mentorships that you could possibly have. I know I mentioned to you earlier that trust, mutual respect, all those things are important. It's also important to have diversity. Just like we have diversity in our financial portfolios, we think about those things all the time, don't we? We think about where am I investing? Where am I saving? What am I doing? How am I budgeting? I don't think enough times we think about the diversity in the relationships we have. Being and making sure that we have a sense of belonging when it comes to our networks. So for an example, if you're interested in academia, perhaps having a mentor in that space, a mentor who has a great background in career development, a great background Similar to last week, we had Jade Masson, who has a huge background in coaching, in career development, and career pathing, and all those things. So, so many people are out here doing really tremendous work and can provide you that diverse experience of knowing and knowledge, mentorship in entrepreneurship, business, life skills. We didn't even talk about that. Life skills. Sometimes things pop up. Own those relationships and treat them as special. And it is a two-way street. Don't expect 
that the mentor is going to drive the conversation. Sometimes they might be really, really forward thinking and they have an agenda and they, they're providing you specific people to connect with, like that example that I provided you earlier, that that person every month said, Kelly, I need you to know these couple of people. They were really helping drive the conversation. Don't expect that that's always going to be the case, though. Think about the fact that you should be driving the agenda. You should, and it doesn't have to be super formal at all. It can be very informal, depending on your personality and your identity. What is relaxing and what's your, your shoes off self, what I like to call it? What is going to make you feel comfortable in that relationship so that you can build? And what are your needs at this time of your life? Could be balance, work-life blend, life skills, personal development. And also, another thing to consider is expanding, expanding your cultural intelligence. I, I, you know, I said it earlier about perhaps exploring a mentor who is younger than you are or older than you are or of a variety of different identities because we know that no identity is a monolith. I identify as African-American. I am Black. That doesn't mean I'm a monolith. There's a lot of things that create some sort of intersectionality, as they call it, with a variety of things about me. And I can find growth in expanding and perhaps connecting with mentors who are very different than I am. Very different, whether you know they have different abilities or they have a different level of personality preference, communication style. I can definitely learn from diversity of thought. All things to consider. And now we're so blessed to be able to have virtual connections. No longer do we have to always be there physically. So that really evens the playing field for so many of us, especially if you have a variety of things that are keeping you from being able to leave your home. You can connect on platforms, on the phone. And there are things that you can read from just their tone of voice. Just like I do as a coach, I'm paying attention to what they're saying and what they're not saying. So those are all the things to really think about. Think about all the lessons that you're learning and reflect, reflect and reflect often every single time you have that meeting with your mentor. And the sweet spot is every two weeks or once a month. Maybe you might not be able to come up with enough topics to be able to meet with them every week. Maybe that might be too, too difficult to do. That's okay. Make it once a month. Make it easier for your calendar and theirs. Because this is going to be so important to your resilience, your adaptability, your flexibility in order to overcome challenges. Because they've seen it. They've seen the way. They've seen the ups, the downs. And think about all the things that they've experienced in their own careers that they can be able to provide you that feedback. 
You can ask them questions. They can ask you questions. And it's a free-flowing conversation. When there is a challenge, bring it up. We talked earlier in a previous episode about COIN, the acronym COIN, when there is conflict. Not if, but when there is conflict. Because as human beings, we're going to have conflicts. And it's no different when having a mentor. Context, observation, impact, next steps. It's a great framework for when there is a, an issue between you and your mentor. The impact of having a mentor is, I, I know I said it several times earlier, it really is magical. It changes your life. So when we thought about this topic today around, I need a mentor, now what? I knew it was going to be impactful for all of you. Continue to do the reading, continue to look at the facts as to why it matters to have a mentor. Do your research because I promise you it's going to be so, so great for your life, both personal and professional. So think about that. My call to action to you is think about what a mentor is for you. We talked about an acronym earlier for mentor. A mentor is a motivator, an encourager, a nurturer, a teacher an observer, and of course, a role model. This environment is so transformative, you won't even be able to recognize yourself. You will grow. You will really be able to pay it back and pay it forward to others because you will eventually be a mentor yourself. Take that challenge. I know right now we're talking about, I need a mentor, now what? Eventually, the student will become the teacher. Don't you love that movie? <laughs> the student will become the teacher, right? So that's the call to action, folks. Pay it forward. Step out on faith and really think about what is it that I need in a mentor and do the thing. Show up and show out. So I hope you really enjoyed our conversation today around, I need a mentor, now what? The rest is up to you. And in the future, next week, we are going to be on cruise control. I always say that because my friend, Annalyn Cruz, is gonna be my guest on the show. I'm so excited. Annalyn Cruz is amazing. She's a podcaster. She's a coach. She's a group coach. She's everything. She's doing all the things. So she's gonna be on Career Combat next week. And I want to thank you once again for all of the engagement today. Keep listening. And as always, protect your peace. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week. <laughs>